Howdy from Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we are going to be talking about a few quick tips about travel. Uh, Kate and I both really love to travel. We, you know, try to prioritize that um, with our free time. Um, so we've learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes over the years of traveling. Um, so definitely have a few things to share with you. And we've been doing some traveling recently, especially with the summer months coming up and kind of happening right now. Um, a lot of opportunities to get out of the house and go places. Um, so yeah, so we just have a few things we wanna share. Yeah, so Hannah, what are some of your travel tips? Well, I had a hard time keeping the list short because like I said, I've made many mistakes when it comes to <laughs> packing or making travel plans and want to share what I've learned with all of you guys. <laughs> um, so one of the first things that came to mind when I was thinking about perfect, great travel, travel tips is using packing cubes when you're packing your clothes. Packing so these are, cubes. yeah, packing cubes. So they're just like these um, fabric bags that kind of have like a full zipper on the top and they're somewhat structured, um, like kind of a three-dimensional structure, but it's all fabric, so it's still very compressible. Um, and they have uh, like a zipper that goes around the top and around like the side of the bag. So you pack your clothes into this little bag and then you can zip up the zipper that goes all the way around the side and that compresses the bag down and keeps it nice and tight and compresses your clothes so you can fit more stuff into your bag. Mm, um, I always love being able to do that. More stuff. <laughs> more stuff. Good. In a smaller space. More exactly. Stuff is good. Um, so these are great for just like organizing your stuff. I usually will use several different bags when I'm packing like one for t-shirts and tops, one for pants, one for like underwear and socks. Um, and I always have an extra one on that note. Um, I always have an extra bag for dirty laundry because you don't always think about that when you're packing because everything you're packing is clean. But then as soon as you finish the first day of travel, you've got a pair of dirty socks, dirty t-shirt, dirty underwear. You're just like, what do I do with this? Exactly. And you don't want it to contaminate your clean clothes. That's right. where I, my slightly germaphobic brain mm -hmm. goes. <laughs> like before I started doing this, I always just had like a corner of my bag that I would just like stuff it in <laughs> and be like, oh, okay. I guess I'll put all my dirty clothes in this region of the bag yeah yeah i always put mine so you know in suitcases you have your two sides and you have the flap that covers one mm -hmm. side usually with the zipper yeah and then there's a zipper in the flap yeah i always put my dirty clothes in there i'm like oh we're too. just gonna stuff it in so it doesn't touch anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um another good thing with the packing cubes too it's like whether you have a suitcase set up like that where you can fully open your bag that you know that helps because you can see everything that you've packed but a lot of times like I like to travel with a backpack or a duffel bag or something where you don't have that full top open access to your bag. Like you just have like a little hole at the top of your bag. If you've ever gone backpacking, like you don't have access to your whole bag, you know, um, unless you've got like a, a fancy cool backpack. I don't know. I don't have that. <laughs> um, but this makes it easy. Like if you have something at the very bottom of your bag that you need to get to, you can pull out all of your stuff because it's organized in these bags, get to the bottom of your bag, get to whatever it is that you need down there and easily put everything back in there without disorganizing stuff. Um, so mm. super helpful. I found these to be the most helpful when I was on a backpacking trip with my dad and we were hiking. Um, just every night you need to get your stuff out. You can unpack your entire bag and repack it so easily. That sounds really nice too because I feel like sometimes when I'm traveling, I unpack things to get to something that I know is in my bag, but I make a huge mess yeah. and I unpack the whole thing and then I'm like, well, I'm probably going to be using some of this stuff like mm -hmm. tomorrow or the day after. So yeah. I'm just going to not it pack it 
yeah, either leave it out or not pack it in mm -hmm. as well as it was originally packed. Yeah. And there you have it, a disaster, a disaster. of a room. Yes. <laughs> um, so super helpful to use those packing cubes. Um, all right, next on my list, uh, you'll probably notice the theme. My list tends to follow uh, if you are doing a lot of like long-term travel, backpacking, overseas, that kind of stuff. I don't know how applicable this stuff is to like a little weekend getaway, but here we are. <laughs> well, you can always take things from the... You yeah. know, I would still use packing cubes on a weekend getaway. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. But this next step is having a good water bottle. So one that like holds enough water for the day so you can be hydrated throughout the day. Um, and also is like easy to clean. So I found that Camelbacks with like the little... Um, the little mouthpiece you kind of have to like bite down on and oh, it has like a straw. Yeah. I find those to be the worst for travel oh. because they're so hard to clean. Oh yeah, they are. They you really know? are. So like if you want to wash it at night or something, if you've been using it for a couple of days, you want to give it a good dish soap cleaning. You have to wash all the little pieces and you set it somewhere to dry. Mm -hmm. I just find it way easier to use something like a Nalgene where it's just like a bottle and you just clean it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, in addition to the water bottle, having potentially a water filter water bottle. Um, so they make these things like uh, the big one. I think is called like Life Straw, um, and they make them in the forms of water bottles as well. Life Straw, I'm pretty sure, is just like a literal straw with a filter built in, so you can drink like straight out of a stream. Like it's like sticking a straw in a stream. Oh wow! And drinking out of it. Um, very hiking relevant. But they make water bottle versions of that where it has like a straw top. I know I literally just said like the Camelback straw tops are my least favorite, but if you're using it for a water filter, mm. um, that's great because it'll, you can get water from essentially anywhere. So this is great for if you're on a trip like backpacking somewhere where you are getting water from freshwater sources like a stream or even like, uh, I know a lot of times hiking trips will have like little villages or huts or towns that you stop in and they have running water, but it's you know, it's just a pipe system from the fresh water that's coming from the stream. Um, so it's great to have like a filter to eliminate um, diseases that you can get from contaminated water sources. Um, but it's also good if you're in a country that doesn't necessarily have the cleanest water coming from their tap sources. Um, that just helps avoid having a bad time on your trip. To yes. Spending a day feeling awful yes. in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> so this is great. You can literally fill up your water bottle in a bathroom sink and your water's going to be clean. You know? So great option. Wow. That is a really good option. Mm -hmm. Oh, also a lot of places outside of America charge for water. For like if you want just tap water or something, a lot of times they don't give you that. They give you a bottle of water and you have to pay for the bottle of water. So this gives you an option to drink water if you're just trying to stay hydrated at a meal and you don't want to pay for a drink, you can just use your water bottle. Hmm. That's another good tip. There you go. Good cost, tip. Cost saving tip as yeah. well. Um, okay. My next tip was using a flight tracker app. Um, the one that I like to use is Hopper. There are a bunch out there. Um, I don't know which one's the best, but Hopper is the one that I'm comfortable with and familiar with. Uh, but basically these apps, you can enter in the dates that you want to travel. Um, and you can say that you're flexible with those dates. So maybe it's like you want to go for a week in July, but you're, you're flexible with whatever dates the, that week entails. Um, 
you can put that in and, or you can be very specific if you want. You can say, I need to leave on this date. I need to return on this date. And Hopper will track the flights. Cause a lot of times flights, as you guys probably know, you know, fluctuate in price. Um, and a lot of times they'll drop in price at times that you're not aware that they're dropping. Um, and I know there are a lot of like myths out there. Like, I don't know how true they are about like tracking your cookies of getting online and like looking at a flight and then it'll like, you'll get on like a few days later and it'll be more expensive or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know? I don't know about that. I don't know about all the, the data behind that, but I do know that this app has helped me find some really cheap flights. I've gotten notifications, um, you know, in the middle of the night saying like, Hey, your flight just dropped and it's $300 cheaper. I'm like, I will wake up at 2 a.m. to book that flight. <laughs> yeah, I will too, actually. Yeah. Wow, that's so, crazy. Super great option. Um, and it also kind of encourages you to like look at buying your flights before planning the rest of your trip. Because a lot of times the cost of a flight is the determinant of the maximum cost of your trip. You know, So a lot of times you can go somewhere and find activities to do that are pretty cheap. You can find lodging that's pretty cheap. But your flight could vary from $500 to $2,000, you know, depending on where you're going. So if you can find um, a day in the week, like modify the trip just a little bit to leave on a different day to get a cheaper flight or maybe even a different time of the month and then start building your trip once you've gotten your tickets, you can cut costs a lot on trips like that. Now, I know that doesn't always work. A lot of times, like, if you're going to a wedding or something that has, like, a set date, like, you need to fly on those dates. I get that. But if you're just, like, looking to travel, this is a great way to find ways to cut costs. Yeah, that's a really cool way, too, because I was not aware that flights fluctuated in prices until I got to maybe, like, the middle of college, Mm. something like that. And I found that out, and I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I felt very cheated. (laughs) Yes, there have been times where I've purchased tickets for a flight and then you know a week later I'm just browsing and I see that it's $150 cheaper or something and I'm like I'm calling up the airline (laughs) yeah I want the discount yeah well also I found that if I change my flight last minute sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll get a refund I've seen that difference in flight yeah flight cost yeah I know you can do that for like your actual like the same flight like you don't even necessarily have to change flights oh so if you go like let's say you have a flight booked for like 6 p.m on a friday and it's thursday and you go on you i don't know through southwest and you go on southwest website and you look at that exact same flight a lot of times like the day before 12 hours before they're trying to like sell off any empty seats and so they'll sell them at cheaper prices so a lot of times you can just call customer service and say like hey i see you're selling this ticket for this price i originally paid this price like would you be willing to like help me out? And especially like, I don't know, from personal experience, I've had great experience with Southwest's uh, customer service. Um, wow. So. I did not know you could do that. I'm going to do that from now on. There you go. Just, just <laughs> check just to see because saving a few hundred dollars here mm-hmm. and there, like, yeah. Or even just like 50 bucks. Like, even that's 50 bucks. Up. Yeah, it, really it does. To get a ticket to the exact same flight that you were already going to take. Right. Yeah. So free money. Check that out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, next on my list. Um, This one's one of my favorites. uh, Is packing a laundry soap bar. So it's a bar of soap, not liquid. So it doesn't have to go in your quart-sized Ziploc bag of liquids. Um, And it's specifically like a laundry detergent soap. So it's super easy to pack in your bag. It doesn't take up a lot of space. And it allows you to wash your clothes 
throughout the trip. So this is perfect if you're going on a, a trip that's like more than like a week and you don't want to pack two weeks worth of clothes and you only want to pack one week's worth or five days worth and wash some of your clothes throughout the trip so you can rewear them. Um, you can just do this like in the shower even like you're showering at the end of the day just take your clothes in there with you and use the soap bar to wash them and then hang them up to dry um this is you know very like camping-esque tra travel tips but like this is how this is how you do it if you're trying to backpack across europe you know that's just what you have to do <laughs> um but it's a great little tool to have clean clothes throughout the trip and you're not just using like hand soap or shampoo or something like that to wash out your clothes you're using something that has like a little more grit to it that you feel a little better about like washing a pair of underwear or something like that you know yeah to be clean if you need to wear these clothes again yeah I had no idea they made that that is like one of the coolest things I've heard about yeah I love it I, I'll take it on pretty much every trip um I just took it on my most recent trip when I was in the Dominican Republic and I didn't even use it but like it was great to have in case I wanted to wear because uh, I packed a couple I wasn't sure what I would need to wear on this trip and so I packed a few things knowing like okay if I need to wear this again I'll pack this bar of soap so I can wash it and wear it again. Um, turned out to be like I packed what I needed, so it was all good. But yeah. <laughs> but I had the option if I needed to. Yeah, um, always good to have the option just in case. Yes, definitely. Um, and kind of on a similar note, packing clothes that can be that can be washed and hang dry easily are great options. So like lighter weight stuff, um, and also things that like don't wrinkle, so you can roll them up and like pack them away so they avoid that wrinkling side. Um, and can be mixed and matched with each other. So it's great to have pants that go with like all of your tops or tops that go with all of your pants, you know, however you want to do it. Um, shoes that go with most of your outfits, you know. So having things that can definitely be mixed and matched. That way you don't have to bring as many clothes, but you can have different outfits. So your photos that you take on the trip actually look like different days. <laughs> and yeah. not just like, oh, you're wearing the same same shirt and same pants for the third day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, so that's like definitely something that I would recommend. Um, okay, we're working on the list. Next tip. This one is one that I started doing, I guess, like about a year ago, two years ago, kind of on, uh, I guess it was a year ago when I went to Israel um, with my family, I had never packed like a good day bag. So normally, you know, when you travel, you have everything in a suitcase and then you have like a purse or a smaller bag that you want to take with you to carry your wallet, your phone, passport, money, like that kind of stuff throughout the day. And previously on trips, I'd always had a bag that was like either, you know, not cute you know not like a an outfit worthy like purse or something it was like a little backpack or something like that that just like didn't didn't go with the look you know if we're talking aesthetics here um and or it was also not like great for crowds like no, i didn't feel safe like a backpack i don't recommend as a good day bag because it's on your back if you're going to be walking through big tourist cities it's vulnerable to pickpockets so having something that is like close to your body on the front, like my, my favorite day bag is like this crossbody leather bag. It's cute because it's leather, you know, it looks like stylish if you want to call it that. Um, it's very cute, I can attest. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, but it also has like good pockets on there. Like there's a backside pocket that fits my passport and my wallet very perfectly. And that pocket is touching like my chest. Like that is the closest thing to my body. So. 
I'm not worried about pickpockets. I'm not worried about like something falling out. Um, I can hold it close to myself, like if we're in a crowded area. And it's big enough to like throw everything in there that I need for the day. Even if I wanted to tightly roll up like a long sleeve tee or like a lightweight jacket or something, I could stuff that in there. I mean, it might be pretty tight, but I could do it. <laughs> um, so I definitely recommend having a good day bag for your travel, travel days. Um, so you don't have to take like a backpack or something with you, if you don't have to. Um, and my last, last quick tip is to always, always, always pack paper copies of your important documents. So this is really applicable to if you're going overseas. So I always have multiple copies of my passport as an example, um, or any other like significant kind of documentation that you need for that country. Like just recently, like I mentioned, I was in the Dominican Republic and we needed to have like a, like an entry document where we filled out like just basic stuff about like what day you were getting there, kind of like a customs form, but it was very specific to the DR. And they told us that like, hey, throughout your trip, if you run into immigration, like they might ask to see this. Um, so I did have copies of that, like digital copies on my phone, but I also printed a couple copies to have on paper. Um, and the reason I, like, I find this to be so important is if you're in a country or in a region where um, power dynamics can be at play, like maybe there's a little bit of political unrest, you know, maybe there is um, some just uh, injustice a little bit within the uh, system at play, like their police force or whatever it is, like you can avoid giving somebody power over you by handing them an important document. So like, let's say you go somewhere and they need to see your passport. Instead of giving them your passport, you can give them a paper copy of your passport, have them see that. Um, because if you give them your passport, now all of a sudden they have like your most important document on the trip. And most of the time, like it's not a problem. Like they're, they're just gonna look at it and give it back to you. But if you're in an area where like they could bribe you for a little bit of money or something like that. They have something that you need and the only way to get it back is to pay the bribe or something along those lines. So you can just avoid putting yourself in those kinds of situations by having paper copies. It's also a great option for if you lose your passport, if you lose documents, when you go to the embassy or go somewhere to replace those documents, having a paper copy can go a long way. So I'm like, look, I am an American citizen. I know it's a paper copy, but at least it's something, you know? So having stuff like that. Yeah, better than nothing for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, those are my tips. Kate, what do you have? I have a couple that are kind of similar. My first one was I like to roll up my clothes instead of mm -hmm. folding them in my suitcase. I find that kind of similar to your packing cubes. Mm -hmm. You can see everything and it keeps things organized because um, rolling does take up more height, but it takes up less width. Mm -hmm. So you can see everything and be like, okay, I want that pair of pants or I want that dress or that t-shirt. Um, and it also gives your suitcase a little more room. Now, actually people have told me it doesn't actually give you more room, <laughs> but I feel like I get a little more room. So <laughs> take that as you will. Um, also your clothes don't get creased this way, especially if you have clothes that are susceptible to creasing and you need to wear them right away when you land, as was my situation most recent, most recently traveling. Um, I landed and then like I got to the hotel and then five hours, not five hours, three hours later, I had to be at the event. So I had to be dressed, ready to go. So my dress yeah. had two hours to sit out and <laughs> breathe. So rolling that up 
on the plane and for my whole travel day was super helpful because I took it out and there were a few creases, but when I put it on, you couldn't tell at all. Right. So that was very helpful. I do feel like too, the creases that might come from rolling it are less obvious, like if you have them on, than if you were to fold it. You know, like if you were to fold it and you're wearing a dress, like you might have this crease like right in the middle of your stomach. Right. Or something. I definitely, I did find that. Yeah. yeah. Because I took the dress out and I did notice a few wrinkles mm -hmm. and I didn't have time to get it steamed or use a wrinkle spray. I was just like, I just got to throw this dress on and go. Mm -hmm. But then I put it on and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, oh, you can't see any of the wrinkles. <laughs> so definitely, um, definitely helps a lot with that. Mm -hmm. My next tip is I am someone who um, takes supplements just for my health and for natural healthy methods mm -hmm. of well-being. And something I like to do is just have one container for all of them instead of bringing five different bottles with me with like maybe I need one pill from each bottle or right. something for a day. And so what I've done is I've saved an old bottle, like probably one of the smallest ones that I have. And when I travel, I just take from each of the ones and put it all in this one supplement little bottle and I pick out of that for when I'm gone. And it doesn't do a good job of organizing them, I will say, <laughs> so I have to know which is which. But once you get used to that, it's not very hard and it's just one little container and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. which Especially is if you only take like one or two supplements a day. Right. It's not hard to differentiate. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like magnesium is something I take. Magnesium is white and one of the CBD pills that I take is bright orange. So very easy to tell the difference between <laughs> those two. Another thing that I thought was really cool, um, Hannah and I were talking about this earlier and using a contacts lens case for like face lotion or face wash mm -hmm. is a really cool tip too because oftentimes especially if you're going on a weekend trip, a long weekend trip, which is usually what I do, <laughs> a little different from Hannah, but you're getting the best of both sides. You don't need an entire travel size case of lotion right. or a soap you might like to use. Mm -hmm. So by putting it in a contacts case, that could get you through three or four days, which it's a lot nicer to carry that around than even a travel size container because right. if you have five travel size containers, that can take up a lot of space. And in your little court Ziploc zip bag for liquids on a plane. Exactly. That adds up so fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or even if you just like want to bring a backpack or mm -hmm. you want to bring just your carry-on suitcase, but you want to bring an extra pair of shoes, especially in the winter when shoes are a lot bulkier than summer shoes. Yes. And you want to use as much space as possible for that stuff and not like, oh, I have a few extra skincare things I need to bring. Mm -hmm. So that's all taking up space. Yeah. Um, so a little space hack there. Yeah. I also always feel like the travel size containers that I bring, like the travel size, they're meant for travel. Right. They're, even those are, are way more product than I need for a lot of the things that I pack. So a little tiny container like that is often all that I would need. If I want like a little day cream, a little night cream or something like that, like that's usually all the amount that I would need in that little contact lens size case. And it screws on tight. So it's like, yeah, you know, protects 
like debris from getting in and, and protects debris it keeps it contained keeps it contained yeah well because it usually carries contacts which have liquid in them yeah. so it definitely has to keep it contained yeah but great option yeah good tip good tip um the next thing i have is this has really helped me a lot with long weekend trips is trying to know in advance what all i will be doing mm. Because I've definitely taken several trips where I've packed double, if not more than double, the amount of clothes I need because I just didn't know what I was going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that was honestly on me for not asking. It wasn't even that there were zero plans and I got there and then all the plans were magically made. It was that I didn't have the forethought to be like, oh, I could just ask how many nice dinner outfits I might need mm -hmm. rather than bringing one for every day and needing like one for like one day or just two days mm -hmm. or knowing myself and knowing that I might want to rewear a basic t-shirt or something like that and packing so that okay I know I'm going to want to rewear this and I can wear it as a cute casual daytime outfit but I can also dress it up in the evening yeah. I'll probably want to dress it up in the evening so taking a few moments to like actually think about that has really helped me save a lot of room with packing. Mm -hmm. And when I save room with packing and I pack less, when I get to wherever I'm going and I pick out what I want to wear, since I haven't used packing cubes before, <laughs> it becomes a complete disaster if I have a lot of clothes because right. they just go everywhere. And of course, once you take something out of your suitcase, it's slightly more ruffled and mm -hmm. things don't like close back up the same way and if you take a few things out all of a sudden the room is a mess right <laughs> so knowing for me what I'm going to be doing ahead of time has helped a lot long story yeah. short I also think about what it's like to get home after your trip I don't know what it is but I I despise getting home and having like a mix of clean clothes and dirty clothes oh my god and having like all these clean clothes i'm like i didn't even wear these yeah and having to put them away versus like just taking everything and putting it in the laundry <laughs> you know yeah i'm the same way i'm like i didn't even need to pack this like, yeah <laughs> i wasted room i wasted my time i'm kicking myself yeah 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 and on that note definitely pack things that you really like to wear yeah. don't don't be like okay well i can't bring this because I'm just doing these things like no if you have outfits that you really love to wear definitely pack mm -hmm. those for the trip and and maybe bring like one or two extra total outfits but if you know what you're gonna be doing that can help a lot yeah also thinking about who you're traveling with right you know like a lot of times I'm traveling with my family or if I'm traveling with friends a lot of times we can share clothes mm. so you might wear a a nice outfit for dinner one night and maybe your friend wants to borrow that skirt the other night or something like that you know yeah like you can mix and match with the other people that you're traveling with too oftentimes so that's something to think about too yeah i agree actually where my where my mind went when you said that was i often travel to see my boyfriend and sometimes we do spontaneous date nights so mm -hmm. i sometimes pack in an extra dress yeah. or something like that so yeah the type of trip who mm -hmm. you're going with yeah can you borrow some cute cute clothes absolutely or can you get stuff in the destination that you're at right worst you know, case scenario worst case scenario mm -hmm. you need it 
Always an option. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And who doesn't love a little shopping trip? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if I totally recommend that method of packing, but the option is there. The option is there. Worst case. Worst case. Yeah. So my last packing tip is having a list of things you'll need to bring every time in your phone. So mm-hmm. you can put this in your notes app or you can put it in the reminders app and just make a list of like every time you pack you'll need underwear you'll probably need socks um you'll need like skincare toothbrush toothpaste hairbrush i always forget my hairbrush Mm. phone charger um those kinds of things and if you have a list in your phone of that preset packing list it makes it a lot easier to be like okay all this stuff and then for this specific type of trip i also need more casual outfits or i'll need a few nicer outfits Mm. and things like that and you can build on top of your packing list yeah and i like almost always have a packing list except for if i'm going somewhere for like one night because i just like to have my stuff usually so that is very helpful as well yeah that is a good tip um for my most recent trip like i mentioned going to the dr um i was there on medical mission and so there was just like a lot of extra things that I needed to pack um, and just leading up to the trip it was really helpful to have a like an ongoing packing list so I would remember things that I needed to pack and I could go and write that down on my little I have it on my iPad so just like I pretty much have my iPad with me all the time at school or at home so just go in real quick write it down so I got the thought out of my head and now I have this great list like saved away like I was thinking about that when you brought that up like oh yeah I have this list that I can use to kind of be a starting point for future trips. Because I thought of a lot of more obscure things that I wanted to bring on the trip that um, I probably wouldn't have thought of, you know, if I was packing the same day that I was trying to leave. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because the same day, you're probably stressed about leaving and you're like, okay, I need to make sure I turn the AC off Mm -hmm. and lock all the doors and... Hopefully the floor is clean so you come back and there's not dog hair all over the floor yeah. like in our case. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's always nice to keep an ongoing packing list. Yeah, always a good option. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Sorry that was a not so quick, quick <laughs> tip episode, but hopefully you got a lot of great tips out of it. Fully loaded. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for listening. If you would like to reach out and let us know if you are going to use any of these tips, Mm -hmm. if you found them interesting, or if you just want to say hi. Yeah. Tell us about your travels. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We would love to hear about that. Um, We would love to hear from you through our email, howdyfromhoustonpodcast at gmail.com. That will be in the show notes, so you can just copy that and paste it into your email. And send us an email if you'd like. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time.